Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Obviously, tell it's a little bit different this time around. I think this, I was telling Brett and Tover here joining me for the special episode that I don't think I've ever done an episode without David. Like, he does the UFC side. And I was texting him, I was like, dude, I really kind of want to do this Masters thing. And I love David, but David does not love golf. And uh, it's kind of difficult with the two person podcast to talk about something the other one isn't really interested in. He's a good sport most of the time. I was like, bro, we got the Masters coming up this weekend. Excuse me, Masters coming up this weekend. We gotta, we gotta talk, talk a little bit. So I brought on a couple golf buddies here and some regular listeners. Everybody knows Brett. <clears throat> Brett, say hello. Hello all. Hello all. And Topher, Topher's been a while since Topher's been on, but Topher's a longtime two fan and always appreciated. Always love having him on. So what's up, Topher? Hey guys, how are you all? I actually had to uh, call Alex and ask him what my login was. It's been that while. <laughs> well, it has been a while I'd, l- I'd like to start with with a bone to pick with with alex i uh okay. i think yeah. i think alex might might owe an apology um to to his <laughs> listeners uh, a month right. ago i texted alex hey are y'all doing a, a march madness preview you know i'd love to come yeah. on yeah after you know the previous kind of big events coming on and alex piped out a message and, and forgot to respond Truly, um, like truly, not like one of those things that the girls say, like, oh, I just forgot to respond. It's like, no, truly, I was scrolling down, checking, because sometimes I'll miss text messages. Clients or whatever will text me on my personal cell. And I saw a message there. I was like, huh, March Madness. And I opened it, and it was a couple lines. There, a good, a good solid sentence, good solid sentence from February, Alex. I was very proud of it, and I did not send it, so I apologize. <laughs> you have an apology. Well, I, I'm, I'm personally okay. I still got to, to write the column. I got to send it out, and fortunately, the first thing I had in the column was UConn to win the national championship at plus 1,600, um, and so I kind of, you know, the reasoning for that was, as many people know, the Ken Palm data, uh, the 19 of the last 20 national champions, and now 20 of the last 21 national champions, have finished in top 20 in both offense and defense adjusted efficiency, meaning that uh, the team is balanced and can win a low-scoring game and a high-scoring game. The teams that fit the category this year were Bama, Houston, Texas, and UConn. Everyone was taking Bama, Houston, and Texas in their pools. So how do you win a big bracket pool? You got to pick someone else. You got to go kind of off the wall to, to be able to win. And so I took UConn in my main bracket, ended up winning both Brett's Best Best Bracket Bonanza and my work pool uh, and my future bet. So it was was a very, very nice March Madness for me. And everyone get mad at Alex for not bringing me on to tell you that nugget and, and word of wisdom. Or uh... I am pissed at myself <laughs> because if you saw my bracket, dude, I think I was like the bottom 15% of all brackets. Like I was ranked in the 800,000s out of 900,000 people. Like I, I did horrible. I picked U of H and I was feeling good because I had survived the first couple bloodbath days. And then U of H fell like the fourth or fifth day. It was like, oh my God, here we go. So, and then of course I picked AM to beat Texas because why would I ever pick Texas to beat us? So my bracket was destroyed. It was just not pretty at all. So yeah, I really suffered by my own hand and I let the two fans down. So I do apologize. But we're, here we are for the Masters. And uh, 
I don't think I've, I've, I'm not really a betting man, but do you, do you bet also on the masters? <laughs> I just, I'm curious. You got some props yeah, for us? Yeah. So I think when you asked me back in December, the first time I came on, what I like to bet on, what I seriously bet on. And I basically said, I'll bet stuff here and there, but mainly it's college football. I'm pleased to announce I, I'd done some uh, golf betting last year, but really kind of went full throttle this year, started with the Phoenix Open. And so far, the results have been, I, I think, you know, golf is my second favorite thing and second best thing to bet outside of college football. I mean, it's been a heck of a start. Um, I, 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 I mean, I have been watching golf for, for years, and now it's, it's really good to discover different ways to bet. Um, I used to just think that you could only bet, like, who would win. Uh, and that's like the worst bet you can make is betting on who's going to win the tournament. So I've really enjoyed betting um, head-to-heads. You basically just bet one person to do better than the other person. And then occasionally I'll do some plus money, like this guy to finish top 10, top 5, top 20. Uh, but I, I, you know, to me, betting on someone to win is like one of those like eight-legged parlay things that you're trying to get yeah. rich quick. And I, I just don't think that there's much value there. But uh but I've enjoyed it. I've done it basically every tournament since Phoenix Open. I've had pretty good success, some decent returns. And, you know, now um, this was my first golf, golf article that I writ, wrote for Brett's Best Bets. And this is my first podcast for golf. So excited. I love it. I love it. This is my first one. Tove, do you bet on any golf tournament? Do you, you're not a, really a betting guy, are you? Uh, I bet for like bragging rights. Like I, I would bet with you $5, but I'm not giving any bookies any money. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall into that uh, that vice yet. I gotta be strong. I got other vices. I don't know if you if you Tof. I'm sure you listen, but Brett, I don't know if you heard, but David went through. Uh, he quit recently betting. He uh, he lasted about a month. I don't know if you caught this, but uh, I had taken the time from the rodeo because that dominated my life for so long. That when I came back. He had told me I haven't placed a bet in about, I think it was two weeks or two and a half weeks at that point. He just said he he was sitting one day and he did like a four-legged parlay on a hockey regular season, midday Saturday kind of thing. He was like, what am I doing with my life kind of moment? You know, everybody has those moments. And uh, I think he lasted a little over a month, if I remember correctly. So... You uh, once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> you have to give him shit for that next time. Um, even though you don't bet, I am kind of curious, like about the head-to-head stuff and all that. I don't know where y'all want to go with this. I definitely want to talk about the PGA and the live comparison. But like, what are y'all's opinions? Like, what do you want to? What do you want to start with? There's kind of a lot going on this weekend. First off, I mean, how, how many live players are playing? I don't even remember. There's eighteen. Eighteen live players and. In- Okay, so actually, sidebar: Have y'all uh, have y'all watched Full Swing? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's so good, right? Um, so good. So I, I I I hadn't really watched F1 Drive to Survive. I, I kind of watched like two episodes. It's, it's not trying to get into it, uh, but that's kind of a, a separate note. But um, hey, Full Swing was like, F1, bro. incredible. I thought the drama was was good. Um, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't really watch the live. Like, I haven't really made up my mind if I'm like rooting against the live players or if I'm like rooting for the PGA. Like, what what are y'all's takes on that? Do y'all like, are y'all like on a side or you're just like not kind of both? Are you on a side? Are you on live or PGA side? Are we taking sides? See, I I want to say I lean towards PGA side, 
But there's some people that are in Live that I just I, I love. Like I, I just cannot not like them. DJ. Like all these all these high profile, fun to watch, fun to play with, Brooksy. Like they're just you can't not like them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we can all agree though, I mean it, you would take the money if it was offered to you, right? Like that's Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious, right, Brett? Like they offered you three hundred million dollars to play in ten events a year. I mean See, I, I think, but see, it's different because if you're if you're Tiger, Rory, JT, or Spieth, like, why would you take the money? You already have enough money. That's well. The pressure was the interesting aspect that I think Phil brought up or somebody else brought up is the consistent. Not, or it might have been Brooks actually. The consistency of the PGA in every week, weekend, week out, and you have to keep playing, stay at the top of your game. It's such a such a I don't know, like a shark infested waters, but that is golf. I mean, it's that was the they, mental fatigue is what people were. I felt like coming at it for it. And, and that's why I find myself sometimes on team PGA because all the people that left, like they had like other reasons. Like, I mean, you think David's bad. Like Phil's like literally a degenerate gambler. Like he's lost like millions. So he probably just needed the money to like stay out of bankruptcy from his gambling debts. A lot of the other players, high profile players that left, like are kind of like past their prime. It doesn't really matter. Like Sergio Garcia left. Like you know, uh, uh, Ian Poulter left. Uh, I mean, I'm I, I really don't like Dustin Johnson. I know a lot of people do, but he's also kind you of don't like DJ. Why don't you like DJ? He's just he was never one of my guys. I, I liked. I really just didn't like that entire kind of generation age range because I was always either like on the Tiger train or like I liked the Spieth Thomas kind of generation. So I, I just kind of was never really big on on any of those guys in that in that age group uh who else like brooks brooks only cares about the majors that's why he left he's like well i just want to play like as little golf as possible because i just care about the majors and i have money and i'm not really a bryson guy i I just think you know i I, i'm on the pga tour guy's side but i'm not going to say that like i hate like you know i just don't really like a lot of the people on live so it's it's kind of easier for me um but I, I think like one. Though. Let me ask you this: Can you could you name more live players than PGA players? Absolute dude, I could probably name like fifty PGA players. I'm okay, probably a bad. So you could, you could name more PGA players, okay? Because that's Absolutely. that's the complaint you see now is like Colmore, Kawa, Speed, Thomas. I mean, they're still here, but then you have like the Max Homas of the world and the Zach Johnsons and the people that are like not Tony really known. Yeah, yeah, like Tony Finau is another one that are like. You you've heard of them before, but like you don't really know them. Meanwhile, you look at the you look at live, and you've already kind of touched on a few of them. But there's a lot of major players over there. So, no, dude, uh, I I think if you name drop, I still think the PGA wins. Like Tiger over Phil, Rory over. We're not comparing head to head. I'm saying like no, no, star I'm, power. I'm saying star power. Tiger's more of a star than Phil. Can we say that? Tiger's the biggest star in okay. probably all the sports. Okay, <laughs> like, great. We'll, we'll take that out. Rory and Spieth are bigger than Kepka and DeChambeau. Agree. Yeah. Rory's yeah. probably number two. You know, I mean, maybe Phil, yeah. but Phil's already knocked out. Rory and Spieth are better than Kepka and DeChambeau. Like, Ricky Fowler might not be a great golfer, but oh. he's, like, huge star power. Stop. Don't bring in Ricky Fowler right now. Trying to compare. Who are you going to compare who, Ricky Fowler to? Who else? Who is on live? Okay, what? Scotty Scheffler, bigger than Cam oh. Smith. John Rom. Stop. I mean, better what? talent right now, yes. But like, come on, Scotty's like been on a meteoric rise the last twelve months. Cam Smith's been around. 
are you talking about, dude? Like 12 months ago, Cam Smith didn't have like a win. Like, I, like I, all he, he wasn't really big until he started playing well and won the players. So I, like, dude, I, I, I like, I could mm-hmm. go down the list. I'm very confident the star power on the PGA Tour is still higher. He just knocked out the top five. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what's your take. point then? What's your point? My, I mean, my point is just like I still think the PGA is a better product. I do think live. And now I'm talking, now I, you know what? I guess I, I'm officially, as of this moment on this podcast, I'm a PGA guy. I'm taking their side. It's yeah. a better product. Live is just exhibition matches. They still have the best players wow. on the PGA. Wow. I think like what Rory and Tiger's doing with the elevated matches is interesting. Uh, or like the elevated events. I love the Phoenix Open. That was awesome. Question for you, Brett. What do you, like you said, you mentioned Ian Poulter earlier. What do you think about him like moving over to live? Like he's, he, and this is from Full Swing, he recognized that he was like, I don't know, number 50 or 55 golfer in the world or whatever. He knew that he wasn't ever going to win a tournament, and he went over for his family to get money to set his family up for generations. How do you feel about those guys? Again, like, that's why I'm like, I'm pro-PGA Tour, but I'm not like anti, like, I'm not, I, I'm not going to persecute people for leaving to go to live to take the money. I'm just saying... For a lot of people, it didn't really make sense to leave for live, and other people care more about the legacy and humility than the money. And personally, I do think a lot of the younger players, if they think live's going to be around, why not just stay on the PGA Tour five, ten years, and then go take the money after you're done well, competing? You're absolutely right. Let me ask you this: then. Do you think that if you don't think Spieth could as, leave tomorrow? As a PGA guy, as a PGA guy, Brett, do you think that live has helped grow the game? That's the ultimate stance because your white man wrinkles are about to show if you say no. There is I mean, no yes. way you can tell me. I mean, COVID grew the game. Shut Tiger up. grew the game what? first off. Tiger grew the game. <laughs> what did Tiger Woods grew? Absolutely, Tiger Woods. I'm saying, did live grow the game? Like, I think it what? helps to have like a rivalry and a, and a back and forth. So I'm again, I'm I'm pro. I'm on the PGA Tour side, but I'm not necessarily like anti-live you know what i'm saying like obviously live helped grow the game i do think covid definitely grew the game dude that was like the only sport people that people could play in social distance there's no way you could be anti-live imagine this so they play 54 holes instead of the normal pga standard that's like saying you work a five-day week i'm gonna tell you hey brett you want to come over here work a four-day week i'll pay you 10 times what you're making over there working a five-day week you absolutely say yes like you say yes everybody's Yes. It, there, there was a, there's a published conversation between Rory McIlroy and Sergio Garcia, who are two Ryder Cup people. And Sergio was like, Rory, they're finally paying us the money that we deserve. Why aren't you coming over to, to live? And do, do you know what Rory said? No, I don't. I didn't see this conversation. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase, but he essentially was like, see, that's the thing. You think that we should get paid all this money to play golf. I look at it as we, it's a privilege that we get to play golf. And that's, you know, part of, and Rory in my eyes has really grown his legacy and garnered respect. And I used to be like, oh, I'll cheer for Rory. But now I'm like, you know, I mean, I really wanted him to win the Open last year. I made a big bet on it. It was very salty when he two-putted every green. Like, I hope he wins the Masters this year. Like, he's the number one guy I'm cheering for. That doesn't mean I'm going to bet on him for everything, but I'm cheering for him. 
You can't yeah. dick ride Roy McIlroy right now, dude. Come on, bro. I'm not going to let you come on here. That, <laughs> that dude is such a kiss-ass to everybody in golf, man. I like Rory, man. I wish I I wish him the best. I wish he won more because he is a phenomenal talent. His swing is the best on tour, in my opinion. So I wish he won more. Well, Tiger. But that man is a bona fide kiss-ass, and you cannot tell me otherwise. <laughs> He's he's look look first off first off I don't like him during the Ryder Cup so it's not I'm not going to completely dick ride I, I root for America like like most people do um, he's like the next kind of generation kind of after Tiger of you know carrying the torch to you know but you hate DJ from... I don't like DJ I he's I, I think you see you think Roy's a kiss ass I think DJ is just like full of himself. I love that about DJ. DJ is like an asshole. To, uh, Wayne Gretzky's daughter? Are you joking me? I would be four hundred pounds full of myself if I was married to her. No, he, you- he he he's basically he's like one notch above Patrick Reed. <laughs> like, what? No way. No, in hmm. personality. In personality. Oh. oh my god! You're telling me you would you? Wow, really? The, Dude, beer, wanna... the, beer, the beer conversation I would have with DJ and the beer conversation I would have with Patrick Reed, you're telling me the DJ conversation is one tier up from that? Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. I mean, I'd much rather have a beer with, like, Spieth, JT, Tiger, Rory. I'd love to have a beer with Tiger. <laughs> Dude, I'd much rather have a beer with all those guys. Or Brooks Kepka. I'd probably have a beer with DeShambo before I had a beer with Dustin Johnson, dude. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of his. Of his you were talking about people that are full of themselves. You don't think DeShambo's full of himself? Yeah. He is. He's also on Lyft. I, I never said I like DeShambo. Hold on. <laughs> I never said I like DeShambo. I hope he, hope he shoots like plus 20 ever since he called Augusta a par 67. That was like such a cool take. <laughs> He's like, y'all, you remember that, right? Like coming off the yeah, no. yeah, I'm going yeah. play this as a par 67, goes out, shoots like 76, 78. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. You got to have that confidence, like going in, bro. What are you going to say? No, like, that's not confidence. Course? That's arrogance. And Augusta put it that in. That is arrogance. That is arrogance. And Augusta Garth put it will in. humble you. But, bro, I love DJ because DJ was, like, the first long drive. Well, I shouldn't say that because Tiger was kind of really, the like, the beginning of that. But then DJ took it to a – DJ was the first one, to my knowledge, that started putting it, like, 305, 310, 315. Like, back in the early – like, mid-2000s, late-2000s when he started coming on. That was, like, when we started seeing 300-plus yard drives. And that's why I love DJ because I grew up – he was my – he was the long ball when I was growing up. How can you say that? Rory was definitely the long ball. Okay, your, your mic is fucking up again. Here we go. We're going to repeat this take. I don't know. How can that? you say that? Like, Rory definitely hits it the, hit it the farthest when he came on tour. That's why people were talking about him being the next Tiger, because he could hit it farther than everyone else. Driving distance. I'm already way ahead of you. Way ahead of 2010 you. 2010 driving distance. I would be shocked. I mean, I wouldn't, but I would. Because DJ is so much bigger than Rory. Okay, so I'm looking it up now. Dustin Johnson's has never led the tour in driving distance. Rory McIlroy has led the tour twice. Fuck off. (laughs) When I grew up, he was the long ball, all right? I'm sticking with my story. I'm sticking with my story. He's American, and he hits the ball the furthest. 
<laughs> Let in the mid 2000s. Well, let's talk a little bit about the Masters then. So you're thinking like, because you're a PGA guy, like no, I'm that curious. doesn't matter for betting. That doesn't matter for okay. Betting. Well, not betting, just just fandom, because I'm kind of curious in like this, because this is this is gonna be the first event that we've had with like both live. Like this is the storyline, right? Like to my knowledge, the first major, right? PGA yeah. last year was kind of where it started, year, yeah. but it was still kind of like fresh at that point. It was still like we were still kind of it was maturing right yeah so this is like the first time that i think people can take opinionated sides and say i don't want the live player to win because of this reason or i like do you think you're going to be upset if a live player wins over a pga player or is it not that deep i'm not going to be upset again i just don't like many players on the live like if kepka wins i'd be okay if cam smith wins i'd be okay i'm not going to be happy if dustin johnson wins not gonna be like happy <laughs> like most most of the other live guys win, but it has not, it's not really like a live versus PJ Tour thing. It's just like I don't really like the people on live. Like I don't I would not be happy if DeShambo won either. I think Kepka is probably the only one that I'd be like okay winning from the live. And then maybe Cam Smith. But I'm still mad at Cam Smith for beating Rory. So You are such a Rory fanboy. Tofa, what about <laughs> you? Do you think like are you going to watch this like live versus PGA or is it going to be just like kind of another masters for you? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm full PGA versus live. And the live guys better not finish in the top five because, oh. because then it's going to show that you can work less. Like, so we all know playing PGA tournaments week in, week out, you got to prep, 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 fly in a tournament, yeah. prep, 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 fly in a tournament. And purely outside of the physical, the mental capacity to go and play shitty one di- one weekend and then to just forget about it and you have to play good because that's your salary. Like, that's how you get paid. The mental capacity to be have to be able to do that. Live guys are like, oh, I played once this month? Cool, I already got paid. So if those guys win, I think it's going to set a precedence for people to be like, oh, I don't have to stay in the PGA to, like, win money or be, like, be good at golf. Like, I'd just be good at golf. Now, PGA all the way. Interesting. So do you think you think... What do you think to that, Brad? Do you think it's – I didn't think about that. Like, what is the precedent set if a live player wins? Like, is there going to be a ripple effect where, like, live becomes more legitimized in that way? I mean, or do you think it doesn't matter? I'm, I'm just curious. Cause that, that's a that, – I think it might – it might cause a little bit of a ripple effect if a live player wins. Might be, might be something there. I mean, I think it's too early. I think you got to evaluate it at the end of the season after all four majors have been played. Whoa. That's boring. Where's your hot <laughs> take? You've no hot take. You're saying wait till the end of the season? We're sitting here talking about the Masters? Like, yeah, just wait till the end of the season. I mean, like, it's one tournament. Anything can happen. Part it's also like one player. What are you talking about? The eighth <laughs> best player from Live is not going to be as good as the eighth best PGA Tour player in this tournament. Just, that would be a bigger story. That would be a bigger story. If the eighth best live player is better than the eighth best PGA player, then that would actually be, oh, okay, this league's better than the other. But like any one guy can go win a tournament. I've got so many problems with that sentence. <laughs> I've got so many problems with that sentence, bro. You cannot stand here on a golf episode and say any one guy can. That is a David statement. That is exactly what David would say. Excuse me. Anyone like. I would sit there and say, you could put me in the batter's box and I give you a hundred miles. No, 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 no. Any one 
decent guy. But yeah, but it, no, it's golf is different than when it, than hitting a baseball. Like most pros are, the, the margin of error and the the difference between so many pros is like literally a swing thought, and like a hot putter. Again, and that's why. And this reinforces reinforces my betting takes. That's why I think it's ridiculous to bet on someone to win a golf tournament because anyone could go, you know, anyone could come out of the woodworks or any of the elite guys can be putting well or something. Like it's much more dependable to bet top 10, top 20, or to bet this guy to beat that guy because you take all this like variance and you remove as much of that from the equation as possible. So look, like I'm not Stephen A. Smith over here with like irrational first reaction hot takes like i'm in sports betting business so i'm like disciplined looking at everything trying to reduce variance like you know there's a few people that i i think could win uh the masters uh i mean there's a lot the the ones that i think are most likely to win the masters because i'm not gonna use the term pick let's do let's do this top three i'll pick one of the favorites i'll pick one of the mid-tier guys and then a long shot i like it like there's like 10 people i like but i'll pick one from each category Okay. From the favorites, <laughs> from the favorites, y'all are going to hate me because you know where I'm going with this. Rory's getting the career slam done. This is the time. Yeah. He's got a good short game. No. He literally shoots himself out of the tournament on Thursday. If he doesn't shoot, if he shoots even or better on Thursday, there's a very good chance he wins the tournament. He literally shot like eight under last year on Sunday. He does that like every other year. I feel like he gets like, he shoots himself out day one and then comes back and finishes top five. If he doesn't shoot himself out of the tournament, and here's an important thing with Rory this week, why I like him more than normal. He's not playing with other stars. He doesn't have to be out, you know, out-duel Scheffler. He was paired with Scheffler at the players. It didn't go well. He missed the cut. He's playing with, like, Sam Burns. I, I, don't, I, I have to pull up who he's playing with. But he's not playing with, like, the best of the best stars. So I don't think he's going to feel that pressure to go shot for shot. I think he's going to kind of come out smooth. How do you say Sam Burns is no pressure? He made it to the semifinals in Dell match play. Well, no, first off, he won. Burns won. Burns won. Yeah, like he won. Like he was playing against yeah, Scotty and he won. How is he star. not pressure? It's about the star power. It's not about like the quality of the player right now. Like Burns isn't like top five, like huge crowd, star. Like, look, I went to LSU. I love the guy. Like, shout out. I'm a big okay. Burns guy. Let me, you let me interrupt you there, then. If you're talking about star power and crowds, if the storyline of the weekend is the career Grand Slam, it doesn't matter who he's playing with. He's going to have a crowd. Gonna be there. I just think there's so many other storylines and Liv versus PJ and all this other stuff. Like, look, I, 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 it's 8-1. It's to one. Like, There's no good odds picking any of these players to win. I'm just saying, of the main guys, I, I think it's hard to repeat. I, maybe Shuffler does it. I'm willing to bet he doesn't do it. I think Rom is still a little hurt. Like, that's kind of the, the top tier. So if you're going to ask me to pick one of the main guys to win, I'm going Rory. Okay. Mid-tier? Hey, mid-tier. I'm going to cheat a little bit because I'm, I'm going to pick two. My first mid-tier is going to be Jordan Spieth. Loves Augusta. He's been playing well the past two years. Mid-tier? He's like 15 to 1. double digits i know i said i was gonna cheat a little bit but look the past two years he's won on easter sunday and and now it's i did know that he won like the week before the week after yeah i did know that he's got his putter bat like he plays really well at augusta he just he's one of those guys that knows the course 
know, good iron game, whatever, good, great putting, I, you know, maybe a flyer. Uh, my second mid-tier is going to be Jason Day at 25 to 1. Jason Day, people forget. I mean, you know, he won the PGA. Maybe it was like 16 or – I think it was the 2017 PGA. Don't fact check me. That's probably wrong. Uh, it was one of those PGA championships. That he- Lastly – you hear me? Yeah, yeah you're good. The last thing, the long shot. Young J.M., 40 to 1. He's going to be in some of my other plays um, that you'll, you'll see later. But I just think he's all around, good game. He's won twice before on tour. He's 25. Now he's got some experience. Now, Atsuyama just won it and could be the first Korean player to win it. Just, uh, you know, if it happens, you hurry here first. But no one falls for me because I don't bet on people to win it. But that would be the guy. If, 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 if I was making picks to win it based on the odds, those would be the four. It's weak. <laughs> That's so weak. You expect I know odds. You I have some like... better takes for, the, for my actual bet. Oh, yeah? What are your better takes? Because those are... Not your best bets, that's for sure. Okay. So these Day. are actually Jason Day. So Brett's, no, so... Brett's mediocre bets is what those were. That's... Oh, Jason well... <laughs> Day is who you're putting up here. Jason Day. Okay, to win. What's your mid tier? I don't bet on people to win. <laughs> what is... Then why do you play? You play to win the game, Brett. No, no. I play to make money, so therefore I bet on people to finish top five, top ten. Jason Day, top five. Yes, I love Jason Day, top five. Plus 375. Jason Day's always that guy who's like, he's always like top 20, and he's just always going to be a career, like, top 20 guy. Like, top 20. He won a major, dude. He's won a major. The guy you're thinking what of is year? Andrew Coughlin. What year, Brett? 2015. <laughs> Eight years ago. Eight years ago. I have to double check his age because I'm pretty sure he's like late 30s at this point. Oh, bro, he's not that old. He's 35. He's one year away from being late 30s. I feel like late 30s is like 37. 37, two years away from late 30s. Damn, all right. Okay, first off, A, plus 375, top five, great value. Plus 275, top five, great value. Got a live boy in here loving Brooks Kepka. Five plus four seventy-five. I could just want to live event. He's worked the shot. He almost won in twenty nineteen. Arguably should have won in twenty nineteen if he didn't hit it in the water on twelve. That was a dumb decision. I'm glad he did because I wanted Tiger to win and Tiger won. But uh, so he has what it takes. Let's go. Sh- should we transition to the top ten or anyone else have some thoughts? I just am sitting here rolling my eyes just about every pick you have. But yeah, we can roll the okay. top ten. Who's so how about this? 10? Rory, this is one of my favorite. Jason Day. <laughs> Russian DeChambeau. This is, this is one of my Hall. favorite bets of the week right here. <laughs> one of my favorite bets of the week. You're going to be rolling your eyes. I promise. Here's a trivia question. Which guy has finished in the top 10 of the past three Masters? Cam Smith. He might, but that's not who I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> that might actually be true, but that's not <laughs> I'm pretty about. sure that is true. There's someone else though that no one's talking about. Corey Connors from Canada. 
three straight top 10 Masters appearances. He won the Valero Open last week. He is in great form. I'm getting plus 250 on Corey Connors to make it in the top 10 again. He loves Augusta. He plays it well. He's on fire. Give me Corey Connors plus 250 to finish that top 10. I have a little bet on that. I have him in my my main bets are the head-to-heads. I have him in a couple because he's playing absolute scrubs in these head-to-heads. And uh, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. So lock it in. Stat stat of the week, Corey Connors. Another one. Everyone wait, knows. Wait, no, 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 no. You can't just say Corey Connors. Corey with an E, Connors, and Connors also with an E, and actually like let that slide. Like you're saying he's gonna be a top ten player this week. I think he has great potential. Hmm. Okay, Look, I, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish out my yeah. top ten and twenties, and I, I'd love to dissect your picks before I go into the head to head. I don't have any picks, but we can. We can. <laughs> I'll pick on the fly, and they'll be better than yours. Okay, so after Corey Connors, let me give you another top ten pick. Like at Augusta, everyone knows the most important stat is approach. Strokes gained approach. Going to pick the best iron players on tour. Give me Colin Morikawa, top 10, plus 170. I mean, that's a good bet. I mean, Colin's going to finish top 10. He's yeah, always, really, like, top 10. I like Morikawa, so... People are sleeping on him this week, dude. Literally no one's talking about him. He was almost my pick to win in that mid-range thing. He was almost going to be being on that list. I just, I don't know if his putting's there. He didn't really play well in, in a couple events this year. He's a little inconsistent, but... I think he's got a good shot to make top 10. He needs to finish top 10, you know, 40% of the time or a little bit less to make it. And then last one I already talked about, you're rolling your eyes, but when it hits, I'm going to say I told you so. It's Sung JM plus 285. Heard it here first. That pig, I like, he's Korean, right? I like the Korean players. Yes. There's always one Korean top 10. It's going to be Sung JM. I got one more top 20 pick. This is the... I must be an idiot. I'm missing something because I have no idea why it's lined like Christian Kirk top 20 at plus 250. Dude literally won a tournament last month. He's a couple other top 10, top 20s. He's, uh, you know, playing pretty well. It's the Masters. It's not the U.S. Open. It's not like you don't have like 80 incredible golfers. Like they got some scrubs there. And Christian Kirk plus 250 to finish top 20. He doesn't have to. He only has to beat, like, literally, he only has to beat like thirty actual golfers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Sandy Lyle, fucking Mike Weir, like, basically could throw them out. So you know, this <laughs> this isn't really top twenty. This is more like not finishing like in the bottom like forty. You know? I love that I'm like witnessing the justification that you brought to this pick for like. Obviously, he's going to be top 20. He's only competing against 30 other players. I mean, <laughs> the other four aren't even really playing. So, you know, when he, when he misses the cut, this will age. Like, geez. But, um, yeah. I, I always appreciate you going on a, on a limb, but I'm going to let Topher talk a little bit about whatever the fuck you just thought was a good idea. Corey, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie, Brett. I had to actually like look him up in like the PGA rankings. I don't. I don't know who this Corey Connors is. I'm, I'm familiar <laughs> of him, not with him. So you did your your first, your top tier, your mid tier, 
and your wild card. I don't know what type of whatever you're smoking. The, the, <laughs> the top tier's got to be Scheffler. Like, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's Scheffler. Like, he reminds me. He's purely betting odds. It's like, if, if we're not, not Tover. Sorry to interrupt you, Tover. Brett, we're going to talk like who is more than likely going to win this, not the betting odds. I don't I'm care about really... 15 to 1 or 25 or 40 to 1. I don't, we're not betting against this. I just want to think here who you think you're going to who you think is going to win. We're here to win. Well, obviously I Scheffler high if I was just betting on who I think is going to win. I just don't like the odds. That's why I'm, I, that's why I don't bet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bet. I just don't think you're getting good value on Scheffler to win. Well, he no is, should because he's going to win. Yeah. He's on an absolute tear. I mean, I'm surprised he's not minus money. He's so good. Like, he he's not is minus by money because far the best golf golfer right now. It's a golf tournament. This isn't football. And he's going to win one week. I know. I know. And but I'm given saying. Sunday, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, no, Scotty, Scotty can win. Go Rocco Mediate almost won the U.S. Open. Anything's possible. Almost. Uh, for my mid tier, oh, that's tough. That's really tough because I really well. Do, first of all, do we classify Spieth as a mid tier? Apparently. Well, then I really like I really like Spieth as a mid tier, and then I also really like Fleetwood. I don't know why I really like Fleetwood. I guess it's because I've watched him warm up in the range. I've watched him play like in person. Mm. I really like Fleetwood. Is one of the like probably the like two. Well, go back or forth between that one of those two is a mid tier to potentially win. And then my way out of the ballpark guess way out of the ballpark. It's got to be Tiger Woods. He's got to be number seven. Tiger, I love it. It's got to be number seven. Are you freaking kidding? You were talking about people that know the course? That man wait right minute, there knows minute, that wait. course. Okay, bro. Are, are, you, are you actually kidding me right now? Like, I, I can't let you get away with this one. You've sitting here. I'm talking about Spieth. Talking all about Rory. You brought You're over Corey here saying, I'm going to go with this whole Stephen A. Like, are you really going like Tiger Woods to win the Masters, bro? Look, I am a huge Tiger Woods fan. Living literally when he's competing in a tournament, it's like every breath, every time I live and die on Tiger Woods hitting a shot. Nothing would make me happier than Tiger Woods winning the Masters this year. But like, there's just all, basically no way. I mean, <laughs> we said that in 2019, didn't no, we? No, that's not true. I did not say that in 2019. Tiger you did Woods not, but everybody did. Hey, Brent, you, know what? you know what that's six... called? It's called a hot take. Called hot take. Tiger Woods. It's called a hot take. Tiger Woods, in the year before he won the Masters, first off, he wasn't in an accident. He had his leg. Second off, he finished sixth in the British Open and second in the PGA Championship the season before he won the Masters. This dude didn't finish second in his own group. <laughs> I think he's going to make the cut. He might, make he might go top 20. So I'm, looking at, the, I'm looking at the odds right now, and Jordan Spieth Ridiculous to think he's going to win. Jordan Spieth has the fourth best odds, and Brett came on here trying to say that he was a mid-tier <laughs> bet. This man is literally the fourth best odds of everybody in the field. There's like 80-plus players playing. Well, you see, I'm thinking four. of it as mid-tier from a, from a numbers perspective, because I think of top tier is single digits and mid-tier is double digits. Like UConn was basically the same odds that Jordan Spieth was, and UConn's like mid-tier. 
for basketball. So that's why I called it mid-tier. Like for college football, national champions, like the mid-tier teams are in like the double digits, like 10 to like 25. That's what I classify mid-tier. All right. Here we go. That's because there's not that many of them doesn't mean he's not mid-tier. It's a golf tournament. Every, almost every person in the field is a long shot. <laughs> you said it's a golf tournament. Anybody can win. So that means Tiger Anybody gets to win, right? Tiger gets to win. Absolutely. Number, number so seven, it looks maybe. like there's three. And seven. There's, there's really three players that are in the single digits. It looks like Scotty. This is VegasInsider.com. Scotty at plus 700. Rory at plus 700. And Rom at plus 900. I picked Scotty as in this little fantasy deal that we're doing, the past champions. I picked Scotty. But for the sake of this conversation, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Mr. John Rom. Mr. John Rom is an absolute dog out there in the field. I am going to take John Rom as my top tier just because y'all took the other two. I would not be upset if Scotty won. I would probably be upset if Rory won. <laughs> I'm not a well, hater. Good. I hope you're upset. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying. You, you definitely are a hater based on that. He's a kiss okay. ass. I uh, Mid-tier, I got to take DJ. I mean, DJ sitting here at plus 2,500. Colin Moore Cowell plus 2,500 is looking pretty good. Cam Smith at plus 2,200 is looking pretty good. But I'm going to take Dustin Johnson because it's going to upset Brett so much if he wins. <laughs> And I will personally clip this audio recording right now and send it to you Monday morning. So you have it to listen to because DJ will win. He's my mid-tier pick. He might be my pinky guy. Like, you know, Big Cat is pinky bet. Dustin Johnson might be my pinky bet. Your pinky bet. Um, my absolute, like, the guy I watched last year and I believe the year before, I'd have to confirm if this is his third third year, that I love, that is a total journeyman, is Harold Varner Jr. Or sorry, Harold Varner the third. Yes. He is. I love Harold Varner, dude. He is the Jordan man out there. I watched that guy hit a hit a shot off some pine straws like 230 last year onto the green flew the flew the water. I was like, this this guy's a dog. I love this guy. Ever since then, I've been like watching him on and off. He's pretty easy to spot because he's the only guy really out there swagged to the absolute teeth in Jays. I love it. So Harold Varner plus twenty thousand, uh, yeah, give me that, give me that. Since we're going bread, bread's bets. <laughs> what do you got? You got anything for me, Brett? You got any? You got any shit talk? Tofu, you got any shit talk? I, I mean, you did all the shit. You, you talked enough shit coming from your mouth picking DJ. So I don't need to. I don't really need to comment. <laughs> I think DJ could win. Corey Connors. <laughs> Corey Connors, that's who you picked. That's all right. Hey, man, look, I'm here to make money. I'm not here to make the to make the either heroic bet or the super safe bet. I'm here to make money. That's the goal. You're riding high off that UConn bet. That's what you're doing, <laughs> bro. I'm making I'm making money out here. That's what I do. I got some extra cash flow from March Madness. That's for sure. Feeling good. Well, shit, boys. I'm uh I'm excited for this weekend. Any uh. Anything we want to see, I'd love to see like uh, some wildness happen. I mean, I'd love to see a, a hole in one, obviously, but hey, that's, man, a, like, that's a no brainer. <sighs> Ooh, I, like I think, wait, hot take. I think 
a albatross is harder to score than a hole in one. Uh, definitely. I agree I think as well. I think, an al- shitting again. I think an albatross is way harder to score than a hole in one. I agree. So I, much- I don't think that's a hot take. I think everyone agrees with that. Okay, good. I just. I also understand, would- like, an albatross is three under. Three under, yeah. Two under. So, like, yeah. naturally it's harder. That's true. I didn't think about the actual numbers, but everybody's always like, the <laughs> pinnacle is golf. The hole in one's harder than hole in one. Got a damn spreadsheet over there. It'll tell you how much it, how much it costs to get this and that and what you need. I got you. It's like the guy with the trench coat. I love it. Well, that's everything I got, boys. I was I was excited to talk a little bit of golf. I'm glad we got to. Probably got to talk a little bit. Okay. Somebody, did we did we skip over anything? Did I forget anything? My head to heads. My main bets. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Here, here's we're gonna end. I'm gonna, here, here, here. I'm gonna give you a thumbs up or thumbs down to see if I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We yeah, we'll do that. I like I'll, that. I'll read. I'll verbally. I'll, I'll read it verbally with you all if you all agree or not. These are the the, the Brett's best bets. Steel bets. So you make your money. <laughs> First off, Brooks Kepka better than Dustin Johnson. Plus one twenty five. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> oh what what's no. going on, Alex? I need I need a I need a thumbs up or thumbs down. No, that's a thumbs down, bro. DJ D, hey, you know it, he's in a way better mental space than Brooks is. Brooks is not no. mentally ready to win. We have two people who talk sports and don't sports bet, and they're saying a bet and they're all on one side. That generally means the other side's the I, 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 I'm good with Kepka there. Kind of like <laughs> hey, here we go. Another one. Max Homa better than Cameron Young. I don't know if y'all know who Cameron Young is. He's the reigning rookie, yeah. PGA Tour Rookie of the Year. Yeah. He's a very good driver. Augusta is a second shot course. It's not a driving course. Uh, I, you know, Homa, finally, maybe he'll do well in the Masters. I, I, I think there's good value. Okay, we get some thumbs up. Here we go. One of, my, one of my absolute, we haven't even talked about that. One of my favorite people to fade in majors, Patrick Cantley. This dude literally. I love Patrick It's the bad in majors. I'm going Jordan Spieth, do better than Patrick Cantley. Only at minus one, basically 50 50. At Augusta, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going more Kawa, better than Tony Finau, even money. I just like Morikawa more than Finau. I like Finau better than Morikawa. The the full swing kind of made him like a family guy instead of a golfer, honestly. Like it kind of <laughs> like broke him for me a little bit. I'm like, bro, this man's not a dog. He's not he's not really he's not gonna hunt. I think it makes him more likable, which is good for me because I think he's kind of overrated. So like against I think he's yeah. Um Corey Connors over Patrick Reed. I really don't like Patrick Reed, so Will Zalatoris over Dustin Johnson, plus 110. That is insane. <laughs> over DJ? Over DJ. So that Zalatoris finished better than Dustin Johnson in all four majors? Last year? Yeah, Zalatoris literally finished second three times last year. I know. He can't win. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to win. He like just has to beat line last DJ. year is he can't win. He doesn't have to win. He just has to beat DJ. He's not beating DJ. DJ already won. 
Okay, here's a couple y'all. Po- oh, another one: John Rom over Patrick Cantlay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gordon Spieth over Tony Finau. Okay. Yes. Corey Connors over Sam Burns. I hate to go against my LSU guy. No. Okay, Sam Burns and Max Homa were the two that played in the match play, correct? Uh, so Burns no. and Young. Burns yeah, and Cameron Burns, Young. Burns and oh, Cameron Cam Young. Young. Okay, because you said Cameron Young, and they were talking about how he was the rookie of the year last year. So yeah, I like yeah. the Cameron Young pick. Um, I'm betting against him. I'm picking Homa over Young. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. Two two Sung JM picks. I got Sung JM over Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm a big Sung JM guy over here. <laughs> M over Fitzpatrick. I also have Sung JM over Victor Hovland. Hovland, good golfer, oh. doesn't really know how to chip. If he could chip, he could win a major, but he doesn't have a chip, and you need to be able to. You need to have a good short game at Augusta. Don't have to chip when you get a GIR. Just saying. True. It's Augusta. You might hit the green and it'll roll off, and you'll have to. Chip. Also true. <laughs> uh, I got two Jason Days. I got Jason Day over Xander Shoffley at plus money, plus 105. I got Jason Day over Cameron Young. Minus no. 110. So if you, if you notice, it's kind of a mix and match of, I got like two each of players I like, and then I'm eating two of guys I don't like. What I'm noticing Last- is that the picks we talked about earlier are very similar to your Brett's best bets. Is what better. <laughs> better because they only have to beat one player. They don't have to finish top, whatever. And then the last couple, y'all probably won't know some of these people. Oh, these are normally the ones wow. that Wow. Wow. Okay, princess. You know, time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. You might not know these people. Shut the fuck up. Who are you talking about? Okay, Brian Harmon over JT Poston. Ah, no, I don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Poston is. I don't like that. Ryan Harmon, he's a Georgia guy, or Georgia Tech guy. He's a lefty. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I don't know his, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. It's like Simone Thigala over oh. Mito oh, yeah, Pereira. Yeah, yeah. I like Thigala, yeah. Thigala yeah, over yeah. Mito Pereira, and Pereira just had that one PGA choke job, and that's it. So yeah. I'm going Thigala. And then finally, I have Justin Rose over Tyrrell Hatton. Okay. So all in all, that's like, I don't know, 15, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 17. We're going to go 9 and 8 or better. That's the goal. Plus 500. Lock it in. Lock Plus it in. We're going, nine and eight. We're going 9 and 8 or better. Hopefully 10 and 7. That would be, I'd be pleased if we go 10 and 7. So are you just going to sit like, I mean, I know what I'm doing tomorrow and Friday, but are you just going to sit in front of your three TVs and put them on three different holes and follow three different groups at the same time, Brett? I, I wish. Tomorrow <laughs> I will be in the office. I'll be streaming the Masters on my laptop and listening. I'll probably have I'll probably have two different windows on my laptop. So I'll have, like, the split screen on my laptop and watching, like, the main feed and then, like, a feature group. Yeah. And then I got to drive home for Easter. Friday's Good Friday. So on Friday at my house or my parents' house, I'll be sitting and watching the Masters and maybe working. Hopefully not too much. And then, I don't know, I'll probably be out and about Saturday and Sunday. But I'll I'll definitely watch Sunday afternoon. Definitely going to watch Sunday afternoon, maybe midday. It just depends. It depends who's in there. Some years it's just kind of boring. Like last year, Scheffler was up like, what, five strokes after two rounds or three, whatever it was, you know, 
So I'm hoping it's a I'm hoping it's an entertaining tournament and uh, these bets just make it a little bit more fun because you know you always got something to root for. Basically, all these guys, whenever I see them, I'm either rooting for them to make the putt or miss the putt, depending on what I got. So. That's true. Just, just really rooting for Rory. I really hope Rory's there <laughs> at the weekend so I can watch Rory play. I really want to watch Rory. There's <laughs> a big Rory guy. Jeez Louise. Crazy. I get so much flack for the Rory stuff. I, I've never met one guy who's so universally loved but universally despised at the same time i really do i really do love him i think he's awesome but like he's just recently been so intolerable when it comes to like this high moral ground he takes it is so annoying it's like rory you're not better than everybody else like stop acting like it <laughs> so it's just that's that's what gets me with him recently and we could go for an hour on that debate but that's I don't know where everybody else comes at the, uh, from him at or like where they're upset from him or about him, whatever. That's me, though. Just the way he's kind of gone about this whole live thing. I'm like, just shut up. Like, you're not. So, but I still love him. I wish I could swing like him. Me too. Don't wish I could win like him, though. I'd rather win like DJ. Did you see? <laughs> they're actually, speaking of swinging like Rory, up in uh, Frisco, they have the PGA headquarters. They have a simulation where you can hold a golf club and it'll take you through Rory's swing motion. Like it swings the club for you, but you just hold on to it. It's it's pretty wild to watch. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. Like how any, far he uh, dips down. Any final closing takes, Toph? Any hot takes? Any Bills takes here? Ooh. Hey, Toph nope. called the Buffalo Bills before anybody else called the Buffalo Bills. He came on in like 2020, 2021, and he's like, I'm picking the Bills. I got so much flack for it. To do what? It's like uh, what was to it? Make it to, to, to make it to the Super Bowl. They were one yeah. game away. They never made it to the Super Bowl. They still haven't made it to the Super Bowl. They were one game away. <laughs> Brett, you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> Says the one who gave me shit for picking Rory McIlroy and Jordan Speed pick. to win. And then comes back with Dustin Johnson. <laughs> And Tiger Woods. I'm literally sitting here with people who picked Tiger Woods and Dustin Johnson, but I'm the crazy guy. I mean, you picked Corey Connors to finish top 10. He finishes for the fourth time in a row in the top 10. You all owe me an apology. And you pick, and you pick Jason Day. Jason Day, who is on the way la latter half of 30. Way look, latter half of 30. Look, look, look. I will come back. We're going to do... Look, you can book it. I'll be back in a month if you respond to my text messages. I'll be back in a month for my actual favorite sporting event of the year. Any guesses? It's almost a month from today. Yeah, it's the finals or the, the playoffs, NBA playoffs. Yeah. What? Stanley Cup. What? Hands down, one of my favorite events on the sporting calendar. It's a month basically from today. Okay. Let's, let's look here. That's cheating. And I will be on a couple days before that event, a month from today. We will re and I will say I told you so and expect an apology from you. And I will preview the event on that day. The listeners at the listeners at home know. The real ones know. I have no idea what is it. What? The Kentucky Derby. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> For Saturday in May, literally one of the best experiences of my life. Like I, I would rather if you told me I could go to the Super Bowl every year or the Kentucky Derby every year, I would pick the Kentucky Derby every year. 
And that is a true better right there, too, fans. Right there. Love it. <laughs> yep. Mike is crapping out, so you'll have to forgive him. But why don't you give clear up your mic real quick and give the people where they can find you so they can hop on these lists, these okay. very deeply analytical and very disciplined breakdowns of the players that you probably shouldn't pick. But <laughs> he's coming off a he's coming off a high. He picked UConn to win the NCAA men's championship. And uh, so, yeah, here we go. Where, where can they find you, though? Uh, talk to Alex and David. Nothing. That's a, la- nothing else that's, that's, a, that's a lame answer. But I was like, I built it up. Like it, was, it was a great big thing. It's just nothing. That's okay. Yeah, reach I mean, out to it's, us. It's, it's, still, it's, still a, it's still a, you know, exclusive grassroots club, man. I can't, I can't just be giving this out to everyone. I got to – you have to – you know, sure. it's kind of like a, a country club of sorts. You kind of have to have a, a connection, a friend's referral, you know? Yeah, a country club with Corey, Corey Connors plays. <laughs> <laughs> the, those are the I, I really hope I hope he wins the tournament. I hope he wins the <laughs> tournament. I, really I would have an apology. I really hope he doesn't. I would. I mean, no offense. He's not going to win. He's, he's almost definitely not going to win, but he might finish top 10. Just a swing or a swing thought or a... What did you say? A swing thought or a hot putter away? That's yes. all he is. <laughs> He's a swing thought or a hot putter away. Don't joke, but you see, Alex, I- I'm shocked because you you actually play golf, so you should understand this. I just like to, you know, happy to be back on here. It's been probably over a whole, I don't even know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, so I have a couple things planned. I think we're going on the boat sometime soon. Yeah. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, it's on the calendar, so... Good to be back on to your face. Talk golf. I always love talking golf because Lord knows, Stacey, I, I talk her ear off about it. And she just, she does the perfect girlfriend thing. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Very excited. Appreciate y'all's time. Uh, we'll, have to, uh, we'll have to do this again. We'll have to get like a special kind of something. David's got his UFC thing. Maybe I'll do like a golf thing. That'd be kind of fun. Just oh, that would be cool. Stuff. Yeah. But appreciate y'all's time and two fans in order to find us at Slice Dabbles Pod at Slice Dabbles Podcast on Instagram <clears throat> every Tuesday and Thursday, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we will see you next time.